what would it feel like to save 40 hours every year on the painful process of employee benefits renewing renewal process, right? Your health insurance mostly, but your dental, that whole annual cycle, that whole annual dance that could take at least 40 hours. Now, maybe you're less than that, but let's just assume it's 40 and it's just 40 with one person. Then you don't even take into account there's usually multiple people. My name is John Millen. I am the managing partner for the Millen Group in Richmond, Virginia. We've been in business 20 years. We're an independent benefits a boutique agency. We're small, but we're man, we are we're formidable because we have some great ideas and we have the tactics and implementation to make it work, not just great ideas. I'm gonna talk about a way that you can reduce that lo- that workload because it is it is painful. It's painful for us and we get paid to do this. And we kind of like this stuff, surprisingly. Sometimes I don't like everything, but I'm sure you don't like if you're the HR payroll, benefits manager, CFO, chief operating officer, owner, president, executive director for nonprofit, whatever, whoever's listening to this, I'm sure you really don't enjoy this process every year. But like you, you don't, unless you're, unless you should, if you do, you should work for us because then you'd love the stuff. But most of the time you have other things you need to do. You have to do it. And it's brutal for the most part. You've got two people on your medical plan, not a big deal. But still, you're like, wait, maybe we should change to UHC. Maybe we should bid out other people because our rates went up 10%. That sounds like a lot and blah, blah, blah. Imagine reducing the time from 40 hours, from 50 hours, from 30 hours, from 100 hours, from 200 hours, whatever it is. It's a lot to single digits. And literally, it could be, and I know this because we've had conversations with companies that have done this the second year. It's less than an hour. What I'm talking about is something called an individual coverage health reimbursement arrangement, an ICRA, I-C-H-R-A. This became legal to offer on January 1, 2020, when President Donald Trump signed it into regulation. Not really a law, so to speak, but he said it's legal to do this. Well, COVID was going on and, you know, people had other things in their mind. Everyone kind of, I would say not everybody, 98% of the population didn't know this, this became a big deal. Some did, some capitalized on it, but most didn't. Even I was like, I'm worried about other things right now other than this new law that I'm not really sure what it is. So even I was a little skeptical in 2020, 2021, and then 2022, last year I started researching it and I opened my mind and I said, what is this thing? Let me research. Let me research the risk and the reward, the good and the bad. And so what I'm saying is I suggest you take some time to at least understand it about how it works, what is it, and why is it important. If you understand those three basics, and I'm going to give you a resource here in the end that you can learn this um, without any opt-in, no emails required. You can just learn what is an ICRA very quickly, how does it work, and why does it matter. If you get those, if you spend each of the, it's a little, if there's three little sections, they take maybe five to seven minutes each. If you take 15 to 20 minutes, I will shorten your learning curve and give you the knowledge of what I've t- taken me probably hundreds of hours of research and, and, and asking lots of questions and bring you up to speed very quickly. The individual coverage plan allows you to get out of the business of picking the network, picking the carrier, picking the formulary, picking how much the copays are going to be, picking um, all that stuff. The only decision you make on the renewal is how much of the increase you are going to absorb. It's just a singular decision. 
I'll say that again. Once this is put in, now the first year, it's a little more time because it's new. Okay, great. We're going to invest a little more time the first year. That's, that's for granted. Anytime you change something, you have change management. You get someone to help you with this. This is not something you have to do by yourself. You find an experienced ICRA implementation team because there's some things that are different, but it's not impossible. It's easy to do once if you have someone that knows how to do it. The first year is a little more time. The second year, all you are doing is saying, how much of this increase on average am I passing along to my employees? How much am I going to absorb? What am I going to do with the increase? That's it. I'm going to let that sink in because it's almost too good to be true. And let me give you another cool thing. Now, this may not be forever. This may not be always true, but it is true today's world, 2023. It's July 2023. And I have a feeling this probably will be true in some form going forward, but I can't prove it. I'm just, this is just my opinion. The individual health plan marketplace. And when you, at the end of this, I'm going to give you a resource to learn. Um, part three is why does why should you care about this? That's listen to one and two really quickly and get to part three because that's going to tell you this piece here. Why does this matter? Because the individual health plan marketplace is different than the group marketplace. The, when insurance companies put your people, so to speak, in the pool to rate for risk and pricing, it's different. It's better. It's lower. So the increases on the individual market. We have seen consistently single digits, single digits. And sometimes it's one, two, three, four percent, five percent, six percent, average of, let's just say average of five percent. But when you listen to that third part three, I will explain the magic on how you can actually have flat renewals forever. You could set a budget theoretically on your plan and never pay more. And you could take that money you would have spent and give it as a bonus or a raise or use it for something else. Don't just keep shelling it over to the insurance companies. And there is a very smart way you can do that on that section. So research this. My last point, it's not a warning, but just my advice. Be careful where you get your advice from. Um, and I experienced this just the other day. If, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm looking for a car, I'm going to use an analogy. And this is not what happened, but I'm going to give you an analogy. If I'm going to buy a car and I walk onto the Honda dealership and I said, I am looking at the Honda Accord and they're like, great. Yeah, this is great. We've got, you got three of them here because no one has any inventory now, but I got three of them. And I'm like also looking at, you know, Ford Taurus. Oh yeah. You know what? The Ford that doesn't have that great of reviews. Have you, have you compared the Honda reviews, the quality versus the, the Honda dealer doesn't sell Fords. They're not going to be that excited about it. So all you're going to hear is the negative. If the person you're getting your advice from has no idea what an ICRA is, guess what? You're going to get all the negative stuff just like I did in 2020. 2021, someone asked me about it. I'm like, yeah, that's all I work. And I can look into it. But my brain was saying, that's a dumb idea because I didn't know any better. I didn't research it. So make sure the person you're talking to. Now, what happens, and I know this is going to sound, um, of course, I would say this. Like, you go to your broker. You go, hey, what do you know about this? And hey, what do you know about the Ford Taurus? You better make sure that that person understands what the Ford is versus the Honda and doesn't just give you the opinion of all the bad stuff. Because when you get down to it, when you ask them, hey, how many ICRA cases have you placed? How many ICRA proposals have you run? 
How many ICRA demonstrations have you performed? How many ICRA platforms have you vetted? How many ICRA platforms do you feel comfortable recommending and why? And my size company, which one should I use? Because there are different platforms that are better for different size companies and different needs. And, oh, I have an HRIS system and I wanted to integrate. Does yours do that? I go on and on. Make sure that you get advice from someone that knows what they're talking about. Hope this is helpful. Go to our website, millingroup.com slash learn ICRA. And there are three little podcasts on there. Listen to those quickly. millingroup.com slash L-E-A-R-N-I-C-H-R-A. Thanks for listening.